0: What episode number are we even on nowadays? 31. Oh yeah, last time was 30. Episode yeah, 31 30. of the Tiebreaker Podcast. Um, we're slowly approaching getting to the Super Bowl. There's only one playoff week left, and then we're into the Super Bowl. Um yep. we went on, honestly, probably the best divisional round collectively of all four games that we've seen in a long time. But late last night, we're going to get some Colts news in, because you know us. I'm wearing a Pacers hoodie. We're going to talk about Colts. Jim Irsay came out last night at like one a.m. our time, and was dropping bombs on the timeline. Did you happen to see any of these or no?
1: No, I I saw the one that you texted me. Let me pull it up real quick. You uh, he said, you can see clear as day the final eight NFL. Well, that doesn't make any sense. He said like that, but playoff teams, you need a QB and offense who can score thirty or more in regulation, and a defense that can hold an opponent under thirty. So. I really think that this man was probably fucked up when he texted, when he put this on there, because some of it don't make sense. But uh, I think it all makes sense, just not grammar wise. I mean, his yeah, grammar's grammar. bad, but what Maybe he's saying grammar. is pretty true. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty true. His grammar was kind of messed up in it, but uh, he's spot yeah, on. W-
0: he literally put in there, "You need a QB who can score thirty or more in regulation." It's pretty bad.
1: Is that a sign that Carson Wentz is, like, out again? We're going to talk about this?
0: That's a sign that uh, he might not have trust in his old quarterback there. Um, He also put some more stuff in there. Um, Just after that one, he says, I am on the West Coast, so it's 11.15 p.m., but I do stay up late. Creative thinking comes in the silence sometimes, and nobody is watching the gold late at night, early morning. Then he came out with a video this morning talking about willingness opens the door to God's direction and faith. Hashtag willingness. I don't know if that is football related or is that more like religion related. But willingness, you can kind of hint on that. Um, The willingness to go make a play as an organization to maybe get a better quarterback. I don't don't know if we're reaching now. Um, But I just think it's... Jim Ursay being Jim Ursay, he's not going to let this stuff go. Um, you would think usually this is the point where some silence starts to creep in uh, before, you know, the playoffs are still going on, your team's eliminated, you already did the end of the season presser, what else do you have to say? Um, but Jim Irsay is still being loud and vocal on the timeline. What are your thoughts?
1: I think that, okay, one, obviously as a pass, but the thing is I think really – I think he might, since he stays on the West Coast, he might you know, just be away from kind of the Colts you know, area and he's kind of thinking in his own head. Uh, maybe the, the, there needs to be some changes here. Like, obviously, we're not at sea. I mean, we put up thirty more than 30 points, but we give up a lot of points too sometimes. So Carson Wentz, so, I think So he's,
0: right when I was just, I just pulled it up to clarify what you just said. The offense scored 30 or more in regulation in seven of 17 games. We did it against the Texans, Niners, Titans, Jets, Bills, Bucks, and Texans again. The defense held the opponent to to thirty and under in fifteen of seventeen games. Only teams we didn't do that against is Titans and Bucks. So the defense did their thing. The offense yeah. only seven games this season. That's and he's not I don't wrong.
1: think if you're as a Colts player, I don't think they should like this isn't something that he's like bashing the Colts for straight on exactly. He's kind of just making a point like, yeah, that's what you need to focus on. Look at saying, the teams
0: remaining and look what they're doing.
1: Yeah, straight facts. Like he's not saying like, Indy, like, look, uh, you're not doing this. He's just saying like, that's what we need to like focus on really. Yeah, and I don't think Carson Wentz is really the quarterback to do this. Uh, and. We've been talking about it every podcast, like Pasco podcast. But that's the big
0: discussion with is the Colts and the quarterback again for the third straight off
1: season. And the thing is is Ballard likes to come out and say that he doesn't want a a band-aid quarterback. So like really I don't know about that. Like I don't know what he considers a band-aid quarterback. Philip Rivers Uh, was
0: a band-aid quarterback.
1: Yeah, but Philip Rivers is Philip Rivers. Like And I guess
0: I, I guess to say I kinda am wrong with that because the colts wanted philip rivers back again because remember right after the buffalo loss frank reich said i want philip rivers as nick next week week one it was a band-aid and yeah. philip size because he
1: decided to retire blah 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 yeah and i mean that leads to other discussion like as in the colts like we've already talked about who they want but i don't know if you saw the pat mcafee show where he sat there you i see saw that? what he where said yeah he was like but man i i really hope i mean the odds of that's not like zero to, I don't know, but.
0: The Colts don't, so let's get right into it. The Colts do not have the capital or any kind of asset to trade for an Aaron Rodgers or a Russell Wilson or a Derek Carr. They don't have a first round pick. Any team that they call, they're going to get hung up on because they don't even, that's like the basis for any big time trade is a first rounder or a top But top then pick. you got, but you guys don't have about, any of though. that.
1: We also brought up like we do have key players though. And the thing is is you don't want to just that that's really bad on the morale on the team to just get rid of a player that's good. Yeah. Um someone that's like, for example, you're not gonna trade someone like Darius Leonard. That's what's one thing you're not gonna do. But like someone like Ryan Kelly, that was brought up brought to up, trade we brought up yeah, that up last episode. For the car. They need a center. Um I don't know if the Raiders are really gonna find that it's worth giving up a quarterback for uh Ryan Kelly. The thing but, with
0: Derek Carr too is we don't even know if the Raiders want to move on from Derek Carr. They could just re-sign him and be
1: fine. Like, we if I was Derek, see, if I was Derek Carr, I'd went out of there just knowing. I don't know if he's really. I feel like he's a very uh, little guy, just the way he talks. You know, he's very religious and stuff. So, like, yeah. I think that he might be like one of those guys that wants to stay in. Uh, yeah, is it Vegas? Yeah, Vegas. Uh, so I don't know, Carr potentially come to indy i don't want it to happen really i wouldn't you don't want like, that to happen i don't want car to indy i don't why i would because knowing what else is on the table not car i i would pick aaron Rodgers or russell wilson over him all day
0: okay um, yes but those aren't that's we can't do that there is a way where i see i think we can and i want to bring that up what if we trade carson wentz to one team get the first rounder for Carson Wentz, and then use that first rounder in a package for a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson or Derek Carr.
1: That sounds like a Madden thing, but <laughs> but uh, is is any team
0: looking to get Carson Wentz in exchange for a first round pick?
1: Uh, I mean, I could. I'm is Carson
0: Wentz worth a first rounder to a team that's struggling?
1: I think that Frank. No, I don't. Think Cause he so because he was to us, we gave up yeah, a first rounder. Frank Reich was. I think the reason why the Eagles knew they could get some out of him pretty good is because Frank Reich was so devoted towards him. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of, you know... And the Eagles I were just, fine with that. I think... Because they the had benched him that year anyways. I mean, maybe the Texans. I don't know. Like, they need... They, I, I heard that they're sticking with David Mills or something like that, but... Davis. Um, they Davis, need to stick
0: with Davis Mills. I think Davis Mills Davis is solid. solid. Yeah.
1: Um, Can't really think of another team that's really that desperate for... I mean, so, if...
0: I looked up the draft order for this next season, and first off, I just I do want to say, what about the Bucks? What about if uh, Tom Brady retires? The Bucks are going to need a quarterback. Hmm. Bruce Arians. He does have ties to Indy. Uh, because that's, that's another discussion think... we can do in another episode is the Tom Brady discussion because mm-hmm. the things that he's been saying since they lost the other day are like kind of hinting towards retirement yeah. but i don't see him going out like that but it is it is a discussion what if we send Wince to the bucks get a first round pick
1: and something else or whatever and then use that to get a quarterback that'd be kind of wild oh i could see maybe so everybody's gonna talking about actually no chris godwin's gonna be a free agent i was thinking never mind yeah i was thinking like that you no know, that transaction but yeah i could see us i i think that the bucks would like it i mean who's their be- they have a I think it's Kyle Trask behind him, which yeah. is, uh, and I think Blake uh, Bortles is there too. So I don't know. Maybe they're Maybe that was the whole thing behind getting Brady. Was you know? I mean, not the whole thing, but like. I uh, know Blake Bortles Kyle,
0: is on the Saints. Let me let me just fix that mistake
1: I just said. But they brought in uh, Kyle Trask and Tom Brady. Maybe they think Kyle Trask could like potentially be a guy that they want to you know work with. <laughs> Um, we haven't heard much about him at all. Yeah, I think he played in the preseason. I don't remember what he did or anything. You're never but- going to hear about a quarterback under Brady, so
0: it's like a quarterback under Peyton Manning.
1: But I don't think like teams that are playing with young quarterbacks, I don't think they're going to want another mid aged guy come in there. Like for example, if you got Kyle, Tr- I don't know what they think of Kyle Trask because he was pretty good in college, so you don't know like you know what I mean. Yeah. So I think that you, I could see them bringing in like a, a older quarterback. I don't know who that would be right now. Carson a- Wentz. Nah, nah, nah.
0: Okay, so no more bucks. What about the Giants? What if the Giants want to get rid of? Because nah, they they want Daniel Jones. I believe. Like I've heard that they're sticking with him. Okay, Um, because they have a top five and a top seven pick in the draft. Would one any of those be expendable? Give them Carson, but we wouldn't want Daniel Jones. I didn't really think
1: of that one out. See, Daniel Jones, I don't, I don't think he's a bad quarterback. I compare him a lot to Josh Allen, but not as good. Obviously, yeah. Um, because the running game he has, I think. Daniel and Josh Jones Allen a took a couple years to develop. Josh yes. Allen had a lot of bad in the NFL in his early seasons. I want Josh Allen. That's who I want. But <laughs> well, duh. Uh, so I can't think of another team like that could really take Carson Wentz. Maybe the Broncos. The Panth- maybe the Panthers.
0: The Broncos. They, I think Ooh. they have like a like like an eleventh or twelfth pick in the draft. That,
1: I could see that because. I mean, we do have the tie of trading to the Broncos, you know, but but uh, the
0: Broncos could be in the camp of Aaron Rodgers trying to get him. Like, are they gonna settle for a Carson so we could go get Aaron Rodgers? You know, like
1: I could I could see Aaron Rodgers wanting to go to Mile High more than. Because you know, that
0: was remember that was last offseason. That's where the popular spot yeah. was he was gonna go to Denver. What about the football team? What about Washington, given because they have Taylor Heineke, but how sold are
1: they on him? There's no way if if they're in their right mind, there's no way they would get Carson Wentz because really I think Heineke is honestly playing at the same level as Carson Wentz right now. Uh, I agree with you. He kind of a Heine- question mark. Heineke's a very, very tough quarterback. I don't think he has all the talent in the world, but knowing where he comes from and like not you no know, Nothing crazy, like pretty good career for him so far, so yeah,
0: so you don't see anywhere where the Colts can trade wince for like a first rounder, because no, dude, I just keep saying that that's the only thing holding us back is we lost our first round pick.
1: I don't know this this is a struggle bus here, so we' lost imagine first how round Ballard and Reich pick. and Ursay are feeling right now they're probably is probably pissed, but is uh, livid. I don't know, man. I could honestly see us bringing him back, like just knowing the Colts so of being like, you know what? Let's 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 make sure that this guy is one year might not be enough to show him. I still think Carson Wentz has it in the tank somewhere, but it's the fact of I don't think. Like I don't know. It's do hard you see to... Carson taking strides
0: in year two with another off season? With hopefully he's healthier next training camp. Hopefully he can play next preseason. Remember how bad everything was at the start of this season.
1: Yeah. But the problem I think with Carson Wentz is when he's balling out in uh, Philadelphia yeah, Philly, he uh, basically he's throwing like I mean, I'm pretty sure he was throwing like fifty times a game. So the difference between throwing that and then having Jonathan Taylor behind you is kinda of wild. So Yeah. There's there's
0: four but. things the Colts can do. Keep Wentz, trade for a quarterback, sign a free agent quarterback. But the free agent list right now, I wouldn't even look at it if I were you because it's going to scare you. Or draft a quarterback. We're not going to do that. We just just got Sam Ellinger and the draft class is trash. So it's either keep Wentz or we trade for a quarterback. We can't trade for a quarterback with our capital. I think we're keeping Wentz.
1: See, I got there's a lot of people that are talking about you know, Sam Ellinger the man, but like I've seen it on the Colts accounts, like the comments, like they're like, Sam Ellinger, Sam Ellinger. And the thing about Sam Ellinger is, is we have no fucking clue, like, we have no zero, clue. zero other than clue. the preseason.
0: He didn't do bad, but remember, he was throwing picks in the preseason, and Jacob Eason wasn't. Jacob Eason got cut, Jacob, Jacob Eason was
1: there. It's- That's the thing, is like, I don't know what the whole reason behind Jacob Eason being gone was. Because I didn't think he was a bad quarterback, but there was like insiders saying that he was very. He, was, he wasn't adapting the NFL. Like, it was yeah. his
0: mental. And he threw the pick to lose the game against the Rams on a potential it game was, tying drive. It was like his only throw in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> Carson Wentz got injured. We threw Jacob Eason out there. He threw a pick to Jalen Ramsey. So
1: that sucks that that happened to him. I feel bad, but uh, welcome to the NFL.
0: <laughs> we hinted on it a little bit last episode, but I just think enough with the quarterback talk because we're not going to get someone like rogers or wilson how you know, about so we, how about we spend all this energy in finding weapons around wins how about instead of going to sign a big-time quarterback how about we bring zach ertz in and another receiver or something and just build
1: around wins that's the thing as i think that really as if you're looking as a team not trying to you know what ends up happening, I think, is a lot of teams, for example, you, you reach out to someone. You're trying to like make a move way too fast. Say we get, we get rid of Carson Wentz, and then we pay this money for Rodgers or whatever, and now you're stuck with – you paid Carson Wentz. He didn't do shit, and you lost the first-round pick for it. Yeah. And then now you're paying Aaron Rodgers. Way more than you were going to pay Wentz, and who's then, already overpaid. And then now you want to be one of those teams that have you know a lot of room with money, so now – you need another weapon because Aaron Rodgers ain't throwing – like, no shame on Michael Pittman, but, like, he's always had a Devontae Adams or Randall Cobb in his prime. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, to him – Can Rodgers
0: work with our receiving core?
1: I mean, he he could make it work, but he ain't going to do what he's doing in Green Bay. Yeah. Let's bring in Devontae Adams with him. <laughs> oh,
0: Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I kind of like where you were going with that is – is all we are missing right now is an elite quarterback? Because let's say we get Aaron Rodgers. Where does that take us next year in the playoffs? Because look at the AFC, bro. Burrow, Allen, Mahomes. Yeah. Does that really set us over the top? Um, I think it could, but we didn't even make the playoffs this year. Should have, but... Should have, but we didn't.
1: I think, okay, this, to end this discussion, really, I think the, the what we need to do, we've been talking about this, is... It would be so cool. It would be a great headline for us to get Aaron Rodgers. Uh, and I'm Russell. waiting. I'm waiting. <laughs> but, but but, I wouldn't be mad if we did it. Okay. I wouldn't be upset. I, the only reason I'd be upset is if we got Carson Wentz and like nothing happened after that. We got like another Carson Wentz. But I think we should stick with Carson Wentz. I don't really want him, but I think it's the best possible move is to keep him built around him because we have Jonathan Taylor. It's not going to like.
0: The one I don't thing know. the Colts have needed. Ever since Luck has been gone is the same quarterback for two straight years and we haven't had it. Yeah. I we think need we a- need that continuality. Let Wentz keep building, find him weapons. Hopefully he's healthy for training camp, healthy for preseason, and hopefully we can win a week one game next year. Jesus Christ.
1: And I kinda I kinda compare the Colts to this sounds wild, but like kinda like uh if they end up keeping Carson Wentz, I feel like this could almost be turned to like a viking situation where they brought in a quarterback they i mean they had teddy bridgewater before that but they brought in a quarterback kirk cousins which i kind of put on the same level as carson wentz um
0: honestly uh, maybe, I th-
1: yeah maybe and you know they're just like we're just gonna stick with him. i mean he wasn't really i mean they were the it's that
0: question mark quarterback jimmy garoppolo you can throw that in there as well
1: yeah. jimmy garoppolo uh i think jimmy actually Compares a lot more now. I think about it, but, but hey,
0: Jimmy Garoppolo's uh, in the in the NFC Championship, about to go back to the Super Bowl.
1: I one like 150 yards a game, still making it there. No but, touchdowns. Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna be uh, Carson Wentz. <laughs> hey, if it gets us in the championship game, that means Jonathan Taylor's still smacking. If Carson Wentz isn't making
1: mistakes, yeah. So I think in discussion, the Colts need to get rid of not get rid of. They need to keep Carson Wentz. I don't. I wouldn't be mad if they got rid of him. Keep him. Get a weapon. Get a weapon and just... Two. Tight end receiver. Tight end Have receiver. Have someone Rankin. pair with Pittman. Zacherts and-, and Godwin. Boom. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? I mean, we can, we say that until we get him and we don't do anything, but... Yeah. And then Chris Godwin tears his ACL week one.
0: I just think the <laughs> way... Because both of us in particular, because none of us are really bad on wins throughout the season, me and you... I just think the way the last two games went, especially the last game, it put such a sour taste in Colts fans' mouths that we yeah. want him gone,
1: which I don't week- know. Okay. I don't know. See, take this back to week one. I don't know if we have a podcast video of it or whatever, but I know week one after I watched Carson once, I shit on him so bad. Against I the was Seahawks. Like, Listen, oh my the whole team God, wasn't even dude. ready,
0: dude. We it came out like- so bad.
1: I was like put Easton in, put Easton in, put Easton, in. and now I'm thinking about it. Like Jacob Easton's like a third stringer in Seattle now. So
0: for real, let me look up. So that uh, that game against the Seahawks Week One went. I mean Winston, Winston played bad. 25-38, eight two fifty one. He just so.
1: He looked so awkward out there that game. Like well, it was that was the just,
0: first time we saw him yeah. playing because he didn't play
1: preseason. And I think Carson Wentz, like, if we're looking at it, the way he throws the ball, it's so weird, dude. He, what, he like, throws off his back foot yeah. every time, every play. It's like when he makes a throw, it looks like he, like, tries to throw it too fast. I don't know how to explain it. Just he's a like,
0: quick uh, rundown of this box score in that Seahawks game. The, Colt, the two Colts leading receivers were Naheem
1: Hines and Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, that's... That was Pascal's and, two touchdowns. And the thing is, is we need to get Hines out there more. We need to use Hines, like... Almost like Debo Samuels, if you guys watch Debo Samuels. Mm-hmm. I think that Naheem Hines, if you guys didn't realize, like, he, okay, so he had a couple deep balls this year, and every time he got a deep ball, he's wide open because he outruns the fuck out of the person so guarding him.
0: For the, I don't know if you know this in particular, so when, that, when the Niners use Samuels in the run game or just have Samuels out there, is he paired with the running back too? Is it, are they both on the field a lot? Because so that's what, what the they Colts do is- need to do more, is pair Taylor and Hines on the field.
1: This is what they do. So Debo Samuel's they, all, they do this a lot. So he'll be on the right wing, and then what he'll do is he'll motion into the into the running back slot with the, like running, the running back, back there, is.
0: or is there no running back? It's, there? It's
1: usually forty-four, the fullback. Ah, okay. And so what this is what happens is it's beautiful. Like it's the design of this offense is beautiful. So he's in the slot. He comes in the motion, but then he ends up getting in the running back position, then runs, and when it snaps the ball, it's like almost like he runs the route straight towards the other side where he just came from. You know yeah, what I mean? Like he yeah, yeah, yeah. goes like that and then and then he's open. But the thing that I like about the 49ers offense, I think I don't know if the Colts can really like get into that because they have Jonathan Taylor. But what they do is is their uh, their fullback, when they run the ball, he's always in motion right before they're about to run it. Like he'll switch the fullback sides. So they have to run to the left. He's motioning to the left, so that when he gets that lead block, when he, they snap it as he motions, so that he's already got a full speed going. Right, and he's block a speed somebody. guy. He's a Heinz. That's what you're saying yeah. about Heinz. No, I mean the fullback is already in motion. Like,
0: ah, okay, okay, okay.
1: So when he snaps the ball, the fullback's in motion already, so that he's already got a full speed to block somebody. Yeah. So it's like, but, I don't
0: know. The Heinz thing's funny because. We re-signed him. We gave him that big contract off of the twenty twenty year, which he bought out with Phillip Rivers, and we we thought just him would take a, more of a stride in the offense. And then it was like he had like a certain amount of less carries than last year, a certain amount of less receptions than last year. He declined in the offense. And I don't I don't understand that because I think he's another weapon to pair with Taylor and all our other receivers on the field. But he he just kind of didn't. Sh- he, he, it wasn't himself didn't perform. They just didn't utilize him this season. Yeah.
1: I think we need to it'd be crazy if we put him and or uh Taylor and Hines back there with them in the shotgun. And I mean, what are you gonna do? You're gonna have outside linebackers matching up on naim Hines when he's the fastest guy on the field, and then Taylor's gonna be matched up with another linebacker. Yeah. And you're gonna run and you're they like RPOs, so they run RPOs. I mean, who the hell is getting the ball?
0: Exactly. It's it's a big talking point. I think it was coming off the end of last season when Hines and Taylor were on the field together, it always resulted in something good for the Colts. And us yeah. Colts fans wanted it more, and we never did it. And then this year we got it even less. I just think that's so mind-blowing that they don't utilize that when it shows so much
1: success. So I want to bring in a topic here that we haven't really talked about. So other than Carson Wentz, what is a trade the Colts can make with a player like, what player do we have that we could trade that would you know? It wouldn't kill us to get rid of. Like, for example, I don't think we'd ever trade. Obviously, we're not trading Taylor. Like, that's ridiculous. But say, like, Nate Hines, we wouldn't trade him because we just paid him and he's yeah. obviously one of the only weapons. I've so, heard, like, uh,
0: I've heard people talking about Quentin Nelson.
1: Really? Yep. Uh, Quentin Nelson Quentin because Nel- he's got a he's got a big name out there. So it's
0: yeah. I don't really want to speak on that because I don't really know the specifics. But I've no. Quentin Nelson's name has been tossed around. Are you talking, like, player for player? Or, like, how do you see these trades going? Player any, for anything. Any, yeah.
1: I could see Pascal being traded. Uh, yeah. I don't think he could get, like, really too much out of him. I think we get, like, a... I mean, get, getting, getting him
0: off of our receiving core opens up someone else.
1: Yeah. Um, him, I could see Paris. I don't know about Paris. He's, he's better I just like to keep. Paris Campbell,
0: man. I just hope he pans out. That's the thing. is he That's gets what to everyone so says, easily.
1: but... I'd like to keep him because if he does ball out, like he's a he's, weapon. He's a weapon. He's like he could be a top ten receiver in the league he's if a he weapon. balls out. Yeah, um, which which is crazy because we really haven't seen anything from him because he's been hurt his whole career. But we got him. I mean, on the defense side of the ball, I don't think we really have anybody to trade. Uh, everyone we kind of need there. So yeah.
0: It's like it's you, odd.
1: you you need the corner. We Xavier actually, Rhodes
0: maybe. maybe actually Xavier Rhodes might be a free agent coming up, and he's a question mark about if he's going to resign because he had a good first season when he came from the Vikings, and then this season his injury. There's question marks with his injuries and just his performance. Sometimes I don't know when his contract's up though. And this
1: is what this is what also I can expect from the Colts. I think the Colts are expecting a lot of good things from the young receiving core coming out this year uh because at the end of the season we started using uh patman more yeah uh Strong. so he's and i mean they we didn't use sean at all like at the nope. end of the year i don't think i think
0: but, he will play next year he has to
1: he has to there's no reason he doesn't he's got a big there's a big headline on his name where and like him you got patman is is a baller obviously i don't think we we don't have the speed guy we got pitman all those three receivers are like the same they're big guys that yeah. go up for the ball yeah um uh, and I think we need someone Pascal not Pascal. Do I like doing? Love doing. But I think we need somebody that can just get the ball and move, like someone like Tyreek. But I mean, obviously we can't get Tyreek. But <laughs> he said, he's, "Dude, I love that." Uh, but yeah, get Tyreek. Not get Tyreek, but get someone like Tyreek where you can move. I'm trying to think of someone that's like him.
0: Like we listed off the free agent receivers from this coming up season last time. But I mean, trades are different. So I don't know.
1: Possibly get freaking John Ross from the Giants. <laughs> Give him Carson, uh, too. Fuck it. Yeah. Anyways, let's get on. Let's get moving on to the. Uh, if I can load up my doc here. Let's get on moving to the, the best divisional round. This since was every we went.
0: single game was blockbuster, banger, just wild. And that's what yep. you love as a Colt, as a NFL fan.
1: Roger Cadell wrote the script for this weekend, pretty he <laughs> good. So uh, they executed that. They executed it. I gotta say, who who do you think is the MVP of this weekend? Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. I think if you're coming out, we got like a top player that really. I mean, he's getting some some word. I would say name.
0: Gabriel Davis, but they caught the L. So.
1: Oh, I didn't think about Gabriel Davis. Okay, excluding that game, I gotta say the Bengals kicker, McPherson. Oh my god, that young kid he's a is rookie, a rookie, right? Dude. Yeah, he's a rookie, bro. He's that that game-winning field goal was nuts, dude. And Did like, you
0: hear the story about how like he said he's like, well, I guess we're gonna win or something like that, or <laughs> I guess we're going to the championship as he's walking out.
1: Dude, I would literally, I would be sitting there. I would be like, oh my, god, I would probably miss it. I probably would like hell pass no. out as I'm kicking it, dude. Like, let's, I mean, let's
0: start with that Cincy Tennessee game.
1: Yeah, so that game, I ex- like I said, if you guys saw on the YouTube video, I expected uh, Cincy to win that game. I didn't think Tennessee had a chance, but they did come out and play better than I thought they would. Uh, they won- I mean, Cincy just clutched up. I just uh, think obviously- it's crazy
0: that Burrow th- put up 348 and no touchdowns. Th- that yeah. game, I needed so many touchdowns for my parlay, and there was field goal, field goal, field goal, field goal. No team goal, could goal, get in the end zone. Yep.
1: It might have just came down. I don't know what that came down to, really. I just I really didn't watch too much of it. I watched the end of it. Yeah. I watched the highlights, but, yeah, I think since he, I don't know. I would, we'll get into this later, but, like, I don't know if they can really do it against the Chiefs, but. They did a couple weeks ago. D- they, they just did. did they just this, did. This is Mahomes in the playoffs. This dude. is
0: Mahomes in the championship game at Arrowhead. <laughs>
1: Dude, Josh Allen's career is over, and now Joe Burrow's career is about
0: to be over. Quarterbacks go to die in Arrowhead in January. Yeah, Let's talk a little bit about the Titans because they got the number one seed. They had a week week off in the wild card round. Ryan Tannehill comes out in his own stadium and throws three picks. Just bad picks, too. The first snap of the game was an interception, like – it was just odd to me, that Tennessee offense. I mean, I know Derrick Henry was back. He was getting accustomed, but he had 20 carries.
1: Yeah, so let's get – for one, they were running the ball when they were down, which is something normal they do.
0: Is it just? Um, I hope – I was glad you were going to say that. That's what they do.
1: And the thing is, is I ca- – let's compare this back to the Colts here. So we got Derrick Henry rushing 20 times for 60 yards. You ain't going to catch Jonathan Taylor doing that. But anyways um, – Facts. A.J. Brown, he's always balling out. But I think you have no reason, really, to, like. You can't be throwing three picks, Ryan Tannehill, That's what lost in the game. Yeah, that lost in the game. As a number one
0: seed in your city, you cannot throw three picks. Because look at the stats, dude. They didn't play bad. Deontay Foreman went four for 66. A.J. Brown put up 142. Julio Jones had 62. But they didn't score because Ryan Tannehill kept getting the ball to the other team. Yep. It's not good.
1: Joe Burrow played pretty good. I think it's kind of weird how, like, Jamar Chase had, like, a very – like, he wasn't talked about too much in this game, but, I mean, he had 109 yards. On so five catches. Like, yeah, so, I mean. What's wild about weird.
0: this game, too, is Joe Burrow. The, okay, now that I remember this, I see why they didn't score a lot of touchdowns. He got sacked nine times. That old line since al- he needs to really step up against the Chiefs next week.
1: He's the only guy since uh, – what's his name? uh what's his name anyways there's only been two quarterbacks ever won a playoff game being sacked nine times so wild and yeah i think it's david is it Gerard? yeah on the jags yeah yeah the
0: jags old jags quarterback did you hear uh mike Vrabel talk about because some reporters were asking about how he feels about the sack numbers blah 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 and he was like what about him? We sacked him nine times, but it's not like we got turnovers. Yeah, I guess. Which, hence to my point, when I was talking all to the end of the season how no one was giving Darius Leonard credits for Defensive Player of the Year when he was forcing all these turnovers, but people look at D. Lyman and the number of sacks they get in a year. Sacks, tackles for loss, aren't as good as giving the ball back to your offense. Yeah, no, I know. I
1: don't know, man. So it showed you
0: there, the Titans got nine sacks as a team and they're not playing next week. Because That's their us. quarterback gave the ball up.
1: Yeah, their their quarterback shit the bed. Did uh, Derrick Henry couldn't carry the team on his back. I'm
0: surprised he he rushed for and played pretty decent coming off. He hadn't played in months, and he came in scored a touchdown. It's because twenty carries. He was getting stopped in the back for a lot. Did yeah, there was a lot of short field positions where it was like third and
1: one, fourth and ones. And since his D line really stepped up. And I think the reason why the Titans might have had a little big little bit of success before at the end of the season is because it's so hard to prepare for a team whenever they don't have the player that they've been using every down. So like you don't know what to expect. That's kind of like how well, they put but they didn't have Derrick Henry for a while
0: so you could prepare for them to not have him. It's yeah, not like so, it was
1: Well, the what I can compare it to is like for example, Foreman has 4 carries for 66 yards and this is because when Foreman's out there, they're not really expecting a run. If you have Derrick Henry, they're like, yeah. yeah, he's running the ball. Right. If they take Derrick Henry out, why are they going to run the ball? But that's probably why he had so many yards. He was averaging
0: 16.5 yards a carry. That's wild. Deontay Foreman was.
1: But A.J. Brown, you got to give respect to him. He's always balling out. Um, yeah, he's a player. I, I just don't like him because he killed the Colts this year. So. Yeah. Niners at Packers. How did Aaron Rodgers let him
0: lose?
1: Yeah, so this game, I did pick the Forty ers to win this game in the uh, video I made. You did for the picks, and I I'm mad about it because I swore I put it in the parlay, and the one I missed was the Packers being the, t- the Niners. Oh yeah, our parlay we made the only one we missed was the Packers being the t- uh, nine. When you
0: when you call the Niners winning it, yeah. Remember I, what I, I said? Why. I said I don't see Green Bay letting the Niners come in and do what they did, and and, and then I was like, I was wrong. Say it
1: like that.
0: <laughs> I was wrong.
1: The only reason I thought this would happen was because I really thought that the Niners could outrun the Packers. I'm not really. Let I me mean, look at the stats. I don't think. It, I don't know if that's really what happened, but I just thought this game would be coming down to the run game because obviously I mean, it's. Yeah, cold rushing zone.
0: Niners put up 106 to Green Bay 67. So they had, I mean, they had more. But, um, I just Aaron don't. Jones, holy shit. I just don't know. How? because I didn't really watch this game to know how, what the Packers' offensive struggles were, but how did Aaron Rodgers not get in the end zone at least one time? He didn't throw yeah, any I no,
1: touchdowns. I had no idea. I mean, And we all know Aaron how Jones. it ended,
0: the block punt
1: to tie it, and then the Niners win. To me, it looks like holy macaronis, dude. The only three people to catch up, oh, I guess four. Look at the stat sheet on who caught the ball. Yeah, I know. But the the I think the reason looking at the stat sheet what happened was is Aaron Rodgers was getting shut out from the backfield, so like he's dumping it off to Aaron Jones a lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he had so, nine catches for 129. That's the only thing I can imagine. I I watched the end of this game. That's it. I'm pretty sure I only watched the field goal because
0: I saw the block punt too. The Niners, the Niners, had a block punt to tie it late, and then was Packers, that the only
1: touchdown they got?
0: Yes, was a block punt. <laughs> So, this is back to back weeks that Jimmy Garoppolo isn't throwing touchdown passes and they're winning. That was my downfall on him coming into this game that against the Cowboys, he didn't do anything special with the Cowboys made mistakes. Is it the same thing again or should I just start
1: rooting for Jimmy Garoppolo? I don't know. I don't know. I think you think that, I mean, we can just do it real quick. You think the Niners can go in there and beat the Rams? I don't know. I'm not making
0: a prediction anymore. Anyways, Especially with the r- let me look the last two games. So they beat the Niners or they beat the Rams 31 10 in San Francisco. And then the last game of the season, they beat the Rams in LA twenty seven twenty four. So I mean I... This is the I championship
1: think... game we got. Okay, we got staff okay, Stafford is going to the Super Bowl. That's all I'm saying. The sta- staff You're, you're is going one to Super game Bowl. away. You're one game. I'm one game away from making my first ever Super Bowl prediction. I was almost perfect when I had the Bills. I was gonna say you had the Bills out of the AFC. Oh man. I would have been, but the thing is, is the Rams. I have been on this team since Stafford went to the Rams. Dude. That, like, I've never been a huge Stafford guy, but when I heard that the, the Ram, like Jared Goff, I mean, I guess Jared Goff is kind of balling Detroit, like well stat wise, yeah. stat wise. Well, so is that Stafford. But Stafford coming in the Rams, what I was thinking was that all these weapons adding Odell Beckham,
0: yeah. With McVay, with that offense.
1: That offense is going deep, bro. That They're just going to launch it. And the thing is, I think the Niners will make Stafford struggle, I believe. Let me look at their last matchup. um, Because they did stop the deep balls. That, so that's kind of what the Rams get points off of. But the problem is, is you got Odell. That's and, what won in the game late was a deep ball to Cooper Cup to set up the field goal. Yep. So... I mean, I guess Matthew Stafford did throw for 238, but he also threw two picks against the 49ers. So, and look at the first matchup they played. Let me look at this one. The Rams got destroyed. He's throwing, like, Stafford's aver- averaging 240 and, like, two picks playing against uh, the 49ers. So, if Stafford doesn't throw picks this game, they're winning the game. So,
0: let's let's talk a little bit about how the Rams got to the championship. They beat the Bucks in Tampa Bay. I actually didn't know it was in Tampa Bay until I turned the game on late. I, for some reason, I thought they were playing in L.A. Um, the Rams almost threw that game with fumbles late in the game. They were up 27-6. to six. Every, So I went over to Isaacs um, as the game ended, and I was like, did you see the way that ended? He was like, no, I turned it off at halftime because it was a blowout. They were up 27. They could have went up 27-3 to three at half. They fumbled it right before the half. So it was 20 to 3 going into the halftime. Second half they went up by as many as 27 to 6. Off a fumble, the uh Bucks get a touchdown. 27-13. It stays 27-13 for a long time. And then the Bucks score 27-20. The Rams fumble in like two plays. This is all under, let me see the times. Yeah, this is all under 3 minutes to go in the in the fourth quarter. The Rams Damn. fumble it. The Bucks get it back, scoring like three plays off of – or seven plays, but it was off of like a 55-yard touchdown pass to tie it at 27. The Rams get the ball with 42 seconds to go. Um, From the 24-yard line, go the length of the field. A Cooper Cup 44-yard catch sets him up for a 30-yard game-winning field goal. Just the last three
1: minutes of that game was spectacular. Yep. That was – it was a great game, just like the other games too. But, but they I almost
0: – Cam Akers kept fumbling the ball. I think he – I want to say he had maybe two or three fumbles. Um,
1: I, saw a tweet, I saw a tweet that said that – I mean, this could be real. I mean, it's not a reliable source, but um, – so at halftime, it was 20-3. to And then Tom Brady threw a pick, hoping that the Rams would go up, score a touchdown, and get the two-point conversion so he'd come back 28-3. to
0: I mean, he's not hoping that, but that could have been.
1: Yeah, he's he's hoping 28-3 to 3 so he can make the comeback again, but it was 27, so he couldn't make the comeback.
0: Let's end Rams-Bucks. We'll talk about next week. Let's talk about Brady. Let's see if maybe some more news comes out. Maybe my man's done. I don't see him going out in the divisional round at home like that. I see him either losing or winning a Super Bowl to end his career. Yeah. Uh, but like I was talking to Corbin about it, Every other year Brady's in the Super Bowl. So last year this he wasn't. Year. This year or last year he was. Last Wait, this year he who, wasn't. So next year he's gonna be.
1: So it's usually Mahomes and him, or how's it going? Do you know? Um let me well, I guess on. Garoppolo won it one year. He used, uh, did he
0: win it? Or did they go? No, they lost. He lost to the Chiefs. I thought they beat the Chiefs. They did. No. Yeah, they the Chiefs won. That was Oh shit. Yeah, that the Chiefs won that one. I so, was at your house for that. Were you? Yeah, is that the your apartment, in Terre Haute? So look, let's go back to Jesus Christ, twenty, okay, twenty fourteen, Patriots were in it. Twenty fifteen, they weren't. Twenty sixteen, they were. Twenty eight,
1: twenty. I mean, tell me who isn't. Who is in that? Who was in there?
0: Okay, let me restart that. Fourteen, the Patriots were in it. Twenty fifteen, it was the Broncos and Manning. Twenty sixteen, the Patriots were. Twenty seventeen they were, twenty eighteen they were, twenty nineteen was the Chiefs, twenty twenty they work with the Bucks. This year they're not. So next year, he has to go to the Super Bowl.
1: So what I saw from that is every year that Tom Brady's not in that, AFC team's winning the Super Bowl. Um, so Yes. From that span. Yeah. I mean, I guess not before that, but the except past for when seven the years, won it last year. Oh well, no, he was in it, right? But uh, so that I guess that confirms Chiefs or uh, watching since he won the Super Bowl. But anyways, I'm gonna go. Let's get on to this Chiefs and Bills game. This of wild, man.
0: So we were the at game Schneider's for this, and again, the way this Wait, game. Wait, you, you trying to get me? you trying to get me go to a bar? Uh, it's not really a bar. I was about to say, I was about to drive out there and came and get in. Could have but... got in. Jackson didn't want to go to Sunday dinner. I'm going to put that on record.
1: It's because um, I was already But
0: he says is going to come next week. So we'll see. I'm, I'm like,
1: I didn't know what you guys were actually like out there fucking doing something for dinner. So I was like.
0: You didn't know? Like I didn't text you before and when I'm during there? Don't lie. Don't lie on camera. No,
1: because when you texted me, I said, Are you already there? Like I was wondering if like that was like, la- Are you guys going later on or like what? But
0: I'm going to put on record that I texted you before we went and you said no. So.
1: No, they didn't happen at all.
0: <laughs> Listen, maybe next time uh, you'll come to Sunday dinner because we got a championship Sunday dinner this Sunday. So yes, sir. But so, let's get into this Bills Chiefs banger of a game. game. It panned out exactly how we all wanted it to. We wanted a good game, and personally, I wanted the Chiefs to
1: win. Yeah, I got, I got out of this that overtime rules need a change. Don't I say know. that. I know, I know. People are gonna be like, Oh, it happened to Mahomes too But if you really think about it, I think that it would be a lot better like other than like So what are one... the
0: rules gonna be changed to?
1: It's gonna be changed to like almost like college, I believe. Both teams are gonna get a, get a possession and like for example who scores the most points out of those two possessions or at the end of the quarter. And if it's tied, what you do is you do a two point conversion like the you know what I'm talking about the yeah. shootout. You do that. That that's But this is the thing with me is people forget
0: that this isn't the first time this has ever happened. This is not the first time an, an NFL team has lost in overtime in the playoffs. Just because it happened this week, we all get but on Twitter is, on Monday morning and act like the rules need change. But
1: this is the thing is when you see Josh Allen playing the way he did, I mean, your he number was 1
0: just, defense in the league should have stopped Mahomes in 13 seconds. Your number 1 defense in the league should have stopped Mahomes in overtime.
1: I don't I just think that both teams should That's like That's like football
0: in three phases offense, defense, special teams. Listen, your special team shouldn't have kicked it to Tyreek Hill, or you should have kicked it to Tyreek Hill. Your odds of
1: scoring with the ball in your hand is way uh, higher than without having the ball. So that gives the team no bullshit. That was the the stupidest thing you've ever
0: said in your whole life. No, no, obviously, the odds are. More when you have the football on your hand than to not.
1: Exactly. So You're that just makes, it a, a, it makes it. Spewing
0: obvious shit.
1: It makes it an unfair advantage for the team that loses the coin toss. You're losing a football game because of the coin it's toss. It's an
0: unfair advantage when the, the number one team statistically and scoring in the whole league can't get a stop when needed
1: twice. Think about this. In the NBA, what if they made overtime to where only one team gets offense possession and that's what it goes off of? You run the, court, run the ball down the court. LeBron James is scoring every time. Tyreek Hill and Mahomes are scoring every time they get the ball in overtime.
0: Also, who the hell calls heads in a coin toss?
1: I know. You always say tails, <laughs> bro. You always <laughs> who
0: say calls, Who calls heads?
1: Oh, my God. No, but Man, the, whole,
0: got- the whole overtime rules discussion, it would be cool to see changed. But yeah, we're not going to cry about it. it needs to be changed because the Bills didn't get to touch the ball when their the defense the had, right two, had two chances. They had 13 seconds to not let the Chiefs get a field goal to tie it. And they didn't do that. Well, did, yeah, I
1: guess. But.
0: 13 seconds?
1: That was pretty bad. That
0: was terrible. So the Bills, who were used to beating bad teams all year, had to beat a great team, had... Let me let me rephrase this. The Bills, who were used to beating bad teams defensively all year, they got all these shutouts against terrible teams. When it mattered the most in the playoffs against the number – Patrick Mahomes' offense that – Bills did
1: smack the Chiefs in the
0: season. So They did. They did. They did. But when it mattered the most, that defense, who was number one with all these playmakers, couldn't get two stops. That's why they lost the game. Not because Josh Allen didn't get a chance after overtime. No. You don't let the Chiefs go down and get a touchdown. You get them off the field, and then Josh Allen makes a play. That's the overtime rule. Let's go through the stats, though, because Mahomes and Josh Allen had a day, too. Josh Allen is a stud, and one thing I like about him the last couple weeks is what he's doing on the ground. Like I think he's really discovered that, that is a needs to be a big part of his game. I
1: mean, technically, if you look at it, Mahomes ran more yards than him. but
0: By one, and on less carries, on four Josh less carries. Josh Allen,
1: though. What you can if it's third and long or fourth and long, Josh Allen's running the damn ball. That's what I already like I already knew. It was like a fourth down conversion they made on one of the last drives. Maybe it's a third down. I already knew that he was running the ball from the start. I was like, look, this guy's gonna run the ball. Yeah. He runs the ball. Um, Josh
0: Allen put up three twenty nine, four touchdowns, no turnovers. Mahomes put up three seventy eight, three touchdowns, no turnovers. This was just a banger of a game, man. Gabe Davis, let's let's chat about him for a second. I want to say in my parlay, I had his over under for yards was 35 and a half. He gave me 201 and four touchdowns. Are you kidding me? Yeah.
1: How did I How mean, did
0: Stefan Diggs only get 3 catches for 7 yards? You would think he'd be a little locked in, you know?
1: Because I think the Chiefs came in locked in to make sure that they probably thought they eliminated we, him. They took him out of the game. They're like know? if we take Diggs out of the game, it's going to be... We're going to let Gabe Davis score four touchdowns now, on us. <laughs> now, <laughs> I bet you whenever they went in the locker room, Andy Reid's just like, you know what? We did what we were supposed to do. We don't give a fuck about Gabriel Davis. Yeah, so let, you, let him. But the thing is, is the reason why the Chiefs are so hard to beat is because for one, it's Mahomes. He makes plays in the pocket. He like rolls out of the pocket, 360, no scopes people downfield. Yep. But the thing is, is I, I watched the thing on this. So you got Tyreek Hill. Who's gonna destroy you deep? I mean, you don't want him anything short because you could still just Speed. somehow break one. Now, when you send Tyreek Hill deep, I mean, you almost got double him when he's going deep. Then you got Calvin, or Calvin Travis Kelsey sitting in the middle of the field, just sitting there somewhere, yep. and he's just always wide open. And then that's then you got how, Hardman. And then Hardman's someone that you know he's just as not just as fast, but he's pretty damn fast. And they probably that, have
0: the two, one of the two fastest people in the league, in Hardman and Hill.
1: Yeah, and what you have to think about is Byron Pringle actually has been getting a lot of touchdowns recently. Like, I'm pretty sure he's had touchdown like the last multiple games if I look at it. Uh But he uh, the reason why that's happened is because just like the whole Gabriel Davis thing, the Chiefs, when you go in, they're like, don't let Tyreek, don't let Kelsey, and that's it. And then next thing you know, Byron Pringle coming out of nowhere getting touchdowns because well in the red zone, that's the first thing you got to think of is don't let these playmakers get the ball, and the next thing you know. Tyreek
0: Hill, Travis Kelsey. Eliminate those, but then you got Pringle there for you. But yep. Do you want to and preview a little bit, or would you have more to say about this game?
1: Oh no, we're good. We're gonna preview the next game. We're gonna make our next parlay if it's available. Okay. Uh, I I took everything out of my FanDuel account, so I only got eighty cents my FanDuel account now. After my twenty dollars parlay, I put in. <laughs> Should have put the but Niners in, man. You dropped the ball on that one. Yeah, that one sucks. I don't know why I didn't add them to it. So let's see if the NFL is updated. Uh, NFL, let's look at the odds. And the odds are there. Both games on Sunday, 3 o'clock is Bengals and Chiefs. So this is the spread. Bengals are plus 7. I'm surprised the money- they put
0: the Bengals Chiefs first game.
1: Yeah, the Bengals money line is plus 275. That's kind of wild.
0: You think they can do it, though? Because we just sat here and said, do you think they can go into Kansas City Championship and get that done?
1: No, but I like the over under. The over under is 30 or 54 points. Mm-hmm. Um
0: What are you taking over that?
1: Last game they what put up 34 take? They last game they put up 65 points. Jesus. Uh, so but you could also argue that I mean, the, if the Chiefs are shut The thing is about the Chiefs. What's going to happen is is what happened against them last time. Is the Bengals are going or the Chiefs are going to shut out um Jamar Chase, I bet. And that leaves T Higgins and Tyler Boyd available, so I think Tyler and Boyd. T. Higgins, T Higgins has been balling too. I think those two players have a good day. Uzma's gonna have a good day. I think that's why that Joe Burrow's gonna succeed against them is because he's gonna have those players like they're ready to go. So I think Jamar Chase is a bad day that game because if you look at look the player
0: happened. receiving yards, T Higgins right now is over is sixty eight and a half.
1: What's Tyler Boyd?
0: Uh, thirty seven and a half.
1: I like Tyler Boyd. I always I'm always putting over Tyler Boyd. I know he sucked last game, but if you take five receptions away from or not five receptions, if you take a couple yards away from uh if Jamar. If you take Tate,
0: four or five sacks off the table too. Yeah. Some of those would probably be a completion of Tyler Boyd.
1: If I'm taking the spread on this, I'm taking Bengals plus seven. I don't think they lose with more than two two scores. Uh I think that's the best one here. Plus seven Bengals, but
0: so a plus 7 Bengals means they're going to lose by by no more than 7. seven.
1: Okay, yeah. So they if they lose fourteen twenty one. so if you then... take the
0: Chiefs minus 7, that means they're going to win by no more than 7.
1: They win by 7 or more.
0: Oh, okay. See guys, this so, is why I only bet money lines. I so hate spreads. basically
1: So so when it so basically it's either who's going to win by le, who's going to win by more than 7 or who's going to lose by less than 7. No more than, yeah. Okay. Um uh, this one's hard. This is a crazy one. I think that Bengals plus 275 is a really high odds for that. Like, I think it's for them, especially just beating them. Do you think they, this they Bengal, the Bengals go in there and beat the Chiefs, Bailey? No. I the, the cool thing about
0: this AFC Championship game is either way, the Super Bowl from, like, the AFC team from the Super Bowl is going to be high. Because, like, the Bengals... They just got their first playoff win in forever. Now they're in the championship game. Now if they beat the Chiefs and they're in the Super Bowl, like that's gonna be a cool story. Joe Burrow, blah blah blah. But on the other end, I'm always gonna root for Mahomes and the Chiefs because if it's not the Colts, I'm gonna go Chiefs. But it's getting a little old now, I guess maybe. Um, so seeing a team like the Bengals in the Super Bowl would be cool to see. Yeah. E- either way, I'm I'm cool with whoever wins this game. I just don't so know you, what to pick.
1: If you look at the last game that was played. Um, I was so wrong on the Jamar Chase thing. He put up 266 against the Chiefs. I forgot about that. Could be more wrong. (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking that that was what happened. Tyler Boyd didn't do shit that game. It might have been a different game I was thinking of. Um, But the Chiefs struggled getting the ball. Oh, my bangles. So the Chiefs, the highest yards receiving was 53 that game for anybody. Um, Which is crazy on one catch. so, I think, really, if you look at this, if you're, like, you're smart thinking about it, and you're not really getting out, out of your head with this one. Jamar Chase put up 11, y- 11 receptions for 266 and three touchdowns. Now, that's probably going to be his best day ever. Like, I'm just going to be honest. That's probably going to be his best career day ever. 266 yeah. yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. Like, maybe one more time. But... Say Jamar Chase doesn't do that, they lost that game. So I think because they hated did the that and they
0: only won by three. Joe Burrow, yeah, four forty
1: six and four touchdowns and won by three. Jesus. Uh, Patrick Mahomes almost had half his yards, so and half and half his touchdowns, and they still yeah almost won so, that game. I'm putting I'm not putting the money line on the Chiefs. I'm putting the Bengals plus seven because I don't think the Bengals will. Let's look at the Bengals real quick. Bengals. The last time the Bengals lost by more than 7 was against the Chargers. And I think that was the only game they lost by more than 7 this year. Yeah, that's that's a true fact. Only game that the Bengals have lost by more than 7 points was against the Chargers.
0: And so you don't see them doing that again. Yeah, so
1: I'm going to put the Bengals plus 7. And then we're going to have the 49ers and Rams. Easy money line on the Rams right here. <sighs> Easy. Minus one second. That's what we said about the Packers. That's what we said about the Cowboys. And I'm not the spread is minus three and a half. I'm not doing that shit because they're probably gonna win by a field goal or some shit. So yeah. uh I'm not doing three and a half. I might do let's see what the two and a half is. Ultimate spread. I'll do two and a half if it the odds are better.
0: Is this uh is this a game that Jimmy Garoppolo finally has to, you know, put some points on the
1: board? Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Rams minus two point five. So that means they gotta win by at least two point five points. Okay. So we're gonna go final parlay for these. This is just the money line or the the main lines. Uh, spread plus seven. Bengals are gonna lose by no more than seven, and then the so Rams are gonna Ram, win. You
0: did Rams plus two and a half. Minus
1: two and a half. Minus two and a
0: half. So they have to win by two and a half. I just – what money line would you take? Rams? Oh, yeah. I don't know, man. I kind of want to see the Niners win this one. I don't. So, just like I said in the AFC, this NFC matchup, I don't care either way too. Like, there's no Brady in there. I don't want him to lose. Like, either way, this Super Bowl we're going to get this year is going to be amazing
1: it be great, man. They got—I I mean, I love to see the Bengals go to the, the Super Bowl. That'd be dope. I no, you wouldn't. The-
0: you were just saying they're not even gonna make. No, you, that's you're capping. You would not no, love to see listen, the Bengals listen, in the Super Bowl I'm when you didn't saying, even think they'd make it past the wild card.
1: I don't think they could do it. I—I I don't think the Colts could do it, but I'd love to see the Colts in the playoff or in the Super Bowl. But Guys, I'm Jackson is-
0: on here is being a phony
1: the Bengals. this is what i said i literally said after i said the Bengals put the raiders they're gonna beat the raiders they're gonna beat the titans that's that would have been the Colts schedule if we would have made the playoffs would have been a phony the, and if the Bengals beat the chiefs i have to be a bandwagon i'm sorry i have to i have to hate on i'm gonna hate on the chiefs or the jackson Bengals, still owes me a hundred bucks no i let's get okay let's not fucking talk about that shit but